0: Welcome to the AJHP podcast series. The American Journal of Health System Pharmacy is the official journal of the American Society of Health System Pharmacists, an association of pharmacists committed to helping patients make the best use of medications. For more information about AJHP, please visit www.ajhp.org. Hello, this is William Zelmer, a contributing editor of the American Journal of Health System Pharmacy, speaking with one of the authors of an AJHP paper entitled, Streamlining the Review Process of Pharmacy Practice Residency Applications and Analytic Approach. With me is Dr. Kenneth Shermock, who is Director, Center for Medication Quality and Outcomes in the Department of Pharmacy the Johns Hopkins Hospital in Baltimore. Again, let's begin our discussion by having you describe the primary objective of your study and why this was particularly important for Johns Hopkins Hospital.
1: Thanks, Bill, and thanks again for your interest in our article. Primary objective of our study was to assess which factors for PGY-1 residency applicants were most strongly associated with being extended an interview from our institution. Now, this became important for us because as you know, uh, competition for residency program positions is growing. And at our institution, as in many other large medical centers, we're actually adding residency programs. Uh, The net result of all this is an increase in the number of residency positions that we offer. And naturally, uh, this increases the number of applications that we receive. So this all creates a lot of work for those of us who are screening the applicants, to give you some perspective in the two years that we assessed, uh, we had a total of 277 applications come through that we had to assess. And so we were trying to streamline our process, make our process more efficient in terms of identifying uh, the candidates who would be extended in an interview. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that does sound like a tremendous uh, workload. And as you uh, report in the paper, you reduce from 13 to 7 the number of characteristics you now use in deciding which residency applicants to interview. Uh, Briefly describe how you came to that decision. What were your methods here?
1: That's right. We did significantly reduce the number of factors that we look at uh, based on the data. And how we did that was by using a statistical technique called logistic regression. We basically uh, entered all the factors that we assess in the course of our application process and statistically assessed the strength of the relationship between each of those factors and being invited for an interview. We did that first on a what's called a univariate level, where each of the factors was assessed independently, and we assessed the strength of the relationship between each individual factor and being invited for an interview. And then we entered all these factors into a multivariate model, where they were all considered simultaneously. And th- that's really where the uh, insight came, because that analysis essentially told us that considering all the information that we receive from these applicants, which of the factors provides unique information that is related to being extended an interview?
0: Very interesting. So what are the seven uh, finalists, so to speak, uh, among the characteristics that you still include in your process?
1: Yeah, so our uh, analysis did identify seven factors that each contribute unique, independent information regarding being extended an interview, and those factors are professional association involvement, presentations, rotation experiences, publications, pharmacy work experience, grade point average, and skills and certifications.
0: I thought it was interesting in reading your paper where, in complement to your statistical methods, you thought carefully about some of the characteristics that you were eliminating and found really a rational basis for that. Could you give us an example of that?
1: Well, you know, the the data often surprise and and we weren't really sure going into this analysis uh, what we would find. We were hoping that our analysis uh, would allow us to become more efficient. And it ended up that it did. Uh, We ended up excluding about half of the factors that we initially uh, looked at for these candidates. An example of that would be professional awards and scholarships. We no longer consider that in our application process. But I think we need to be careful here. We're not saying at all that professional awards and scholarships is not important. In fact, it was shown to be related uh, to being extended in an interview in our univary analysis. However, our analysis told us that professional awards and scholarships gives us no new information, no unique information that the other factors are not giving us. And so it's likely true that professional awards and scholarships are strongly related to other factors uh, that we continue to look at. And so by eliminating professional awards and scholarships from the criteria that we look at, We're essentially losing no information.
0: I understand. Well, something that really caught my attention uh, in your manuscript uh, deals with letters of recommendation. This seems to be a a universal requirement for any type of training application, but you've now eliminated that from the characteristics that you're looking at. Please comment on this.
1: Yeah, I'm not surprised you asked about that, Bill, and I anticipate that some discussion might be generated by this point. It's important to understand that, A, we're very confident that, uh, due to our analysis, that we're not compromising the review of these candidates. Our, our review of these candidates is just as strong as it ever was. We've made it more efficient, though, by eliminating information that we had previously evaluated that really wasn't giving us any unique information regarding extending an interview. So in the case of letters of recommendation and letters of interest, if you look at their association between a higher score and letters of recommendation being invited to an interview, it was true that the better the letter of recommendation, the better the letter of interest, the more likely a candidate was to be extended an interview. However, if you simultaneously considered all of the factors that we assess in these candidates, we found that the letters of recommendation and the letters of interest didn't provide any information that the other factors were already telling us. And so we could safely eliminate those factors without sacrificing any of the information that the other factors were already telling
0: us. Okay, good explanation, yeah. Ken, you've had now uh, one year of experience in applying the streamlined screening process. Uh, How did it go? Uh, Based on your experience, will you be making any additional adjustments?
1: Yeah, well, we were able to save some time, particularly relating to the letters of recommendation and letters of interest. Those two take the most time of all the factors we assess For us internally to um, score and so we feel like we saved a lot of time and we're confident because of our analysis uh, that we weren't sacrificing anything on the information side as far as the candidates are concerned so we think it has made our process much more efficient and uh, we're very satisfied now with that being said uh, we do plan to uh, reassess uh, in a couple of years do a similar analysis to what we did just to make sure that uh, all the factors we're currently assessing are still providing us uh, unique information.
0: Well, thank you very much, Kent, for taking time to uh, discuss your paper with me. I've been speaking with Dr. Kenneth Shermock, who is one of the authors of a paper from the Johns Hopkins Hospital entitled, Streamlining the Review Process of Pharmacy Practice Residency Applications and Analytic Approach. That concludes this podcast. For more information, please visit www.ajhp.org.